what's going on everybody welcome back to spoiler reels if you're new to the podcast welcome to spoiler reels i'm your host my name is angel today huh i know if some, i know it looks like i'm giving out nothing but bad movie reviews but it's because i have to i don't know if it does make any sense. I have to. I have to let people know that this movie is terrible. Because the reason being is a lot of reviews, or I'm sorry, a lot of commercials, trailers, and stuff like that. They hype it up to make this these certain movies that they want to succeed look good. Uh, but that's why there's movie reviewers such as myself, and like millions others out there, uh, here to tell you the opposite of, of it. Now, whether you agree with me or disagree with me is a whole nother thing because certain people like certain movies and certain people, you know, they like certain movies that I don't like that they do and movies that they like, I don't. So... As I mentioned, it's subjective. You know, you're going to agree or disagree with me about this film. Of course, you guys already know what film I'm talking about. It's on the title, obviously. And once I recorded all this and everything, you're going to see the title of which movie I'm talking about here. So I feel like Netflix is going down the drain somehow. Honestly, the only thing that's keeping them up is them bringing old school movies, old school movies that are loved, uh, r- r- rated highly, uh, thought highly of it. And so they bring those back to kind of keep themselves afloat, competing against all the other mainstreamers out there. Well, I mean, streaming devices, you know what I'm talking about. But if they continue to make movies like this, I don't, I, I, I don't, I honestly, Netflix feels like they're on life support if they keep busting out movies like this, because this film, I, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. I, 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 <laughs> I don't get why they thought this movie should have been done. And let's get to it, guys. Like uh, Again, before I get started, spoilers everywhere. This film just recently came out, I think, uh, about a month or two ago. Uh, I'm not sure. It's on Netflix. I'm here to tell you why you guys shouldn't waste your time on it. And before I get started with all that stuff, make sure you guys check out my Instagram page, spoiler underscore reels. Uh, that's where you see all my content. All you know, you can message me there if you want me to review a certain movie. All that stuff, you know that you know the deal already. Um, as much as I love doing movie reviews, as far as like, you know, hidden movies that I think should be praised more, or looked at more, or watched, you know, more and all that stuff, I also have to do review movies of garbage ass fucking movies because I feel like it's my duty to let people know 
whether this movie is worth it or not. And like if, if it's worth your time, if it's worth the ticket price, if you're going to go to the movie theater or any, something like that, I feel like it's my job to let you guys know whether it's worth it or not. Now, I know it's subjective, which is why I'm going to tell you what kind of movie it is. And if that's your kind of movie, then by all means, go for it. But I'm also going to tell you the other side of what kind of film it actually is or should be or all that shit. As to whether or not it will, if that's your kind of taste in movies, you know, I'm going to try to apply it for everybody out there. I'm like, oh, so he's talking about these kind of movies. Well, I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind turning off my brain off and watching some mindless fucking garbage ass movie or whatever. Fine. By all means, go for it. But for those of of you who like story, the plot, you know, the, the characters, the character development, everything. If you guys care about that stuff, I'm here to let you try to let you guys know whether it's worth it or not. So, uh, with all with all that being said, yeah, let's get started with this shit. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right. As I mentioned before, this is a Netflix film, I think. Uh, well, I that's where I saw it. It was on Netflix. And uh, the movie is called Interceptor. Uh, give me a second, guys. I am working with what I have here. I am opening up the uh, web page here on my PS4. That's why I kind of lag a little bit here. And while I'm doing that, uh yeah i i don't get it i i don't i don't i i don't know who greenlit this film it's a rated r film uh it was recommended to me i'm not gonna let people know who recommended it to me if it's a bad film um because i just don't want them looking bad or anything like that i only i only mention the names of the people with (laughs) good movies you know kind of just I just don't want to, I don't want to bring them down or anything like that. So, um, this film came out on May 26, 2022. This was directed by Matthew Riley. Uh, this was distributed by Netflix. Uh, IMDb get it a 4.4 out of 10. As you guys already know, I'll give you my, uh, rating at the end of the film here. Uh, this stars Elsa Pataki as Captain JJ Collins, who, for those of you who don't know who she is, she is that cop that Vin Diesel ended up uh, pregnating in the uh, Fast and the Furious films, but then ends up getting killed, uh, yeah, I think, in the seventh or eighth installment. I don't even know anymore, but she's that she's that actress there who I have no issue with. I have no problem with. I think she's an okay actress, you know, but not, not the main star. And that's what it is. She's the main star of this film. Uh, unfortunately, shit, man, this, this just did not, this did not, (laughs) did not work. Uh, we also have Luke, Bracy as Alexander Kessel. He's the villain of the film. 
We have Mayan Meta as Corporal Rahul Shah. Uh, he's the uh, uh, one of the one of the good guys for uh, Captain JJ Collins. There, we have Colin Frills as Frank Collins, of the father of Captain JJ. We have Aaron Glennon as Beaver Baker. Uh, we have let's see, Zoe. Carides as President Wallace. I, look, I'm not even going to go any further than this. Honestly, there's really no need for it, guys. There really isn't. Let me get to the Wikipedia here, and we'll get started here. Here's my main fucking problem with this film. This film just took a page from Fast 9 and ran with it. And there... <laughs> Some of the scenes here made me laugh to the point where I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. What were they trying to go here? Why did they want to go in this direction? This movie, honestly, as far as story plot, less less could have been more here. But unfortunately, Netflix thinks, no, people want nothing but mindless action here and this and that. So... Let's give them this kind of story plot that they actually end up giving us. And look, maybe Netflix is right. You know, uh, there's people out there that just like mindless action and they don't care about all the other shit, which is, I mean, okay, I guess. I, I'm, I'm a bit over that, I guess. In a way, I did used to like that shit when I was younger. When I was like in my teenager years. I'm in my mid-30s now, man. I don't, I, I don't care for that bullshit anymore. I want... Good story. I want good character development. I want that good shit, man. This is not good shit. <laughs> it's just not. This is terrible, man. This is fucking ridiculous. I don't know why this movie even got greenlit, dude. I. <sighs> Alright, well, let's just give you guys the fucking quick synopsis of it. Interceptor is a 2022 action drama film directed by Matthew Riley. From a screenplay that the co-wrote with Stuart uh, Betty. The film stars Elsa Pataki and Luke Bracey. It's, uh, it is about terrorists who want to launch a nuclear attack on the U.S. with stolen missiles. With the terrorists attack a, rem a remote offshore missile interceptor platform that could stop their missiles. And Officer Pataki defends the facility with courage and resourcefulness. Resourcefulness. Uh, I want to see if there's a budget here. No budget. Uh, oh, okay. So May 26, 2022, it, it, it launched in Australia. But it was worldwide on June 3rd. So about, what, two, two weeks ago? Two, three weeks ago? Okay. Well, it was about an hour and a half, which, thank God, because honestly, if it went any further than that, uh, I think they're taking themselves a little too serious, <laughs> which it should have not. So at least an hour and a half, I guess it's, you know, should be cut less, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Look, no disrespect, man. Like, it's just movies like this just. It's mind-blowing that the fucking movies like this just get made and then there's other movies that should have been made get canceled. And I don't understand why, but let's get to it, guys. And let's see if 
this is your kind of film maybe that you're like you know what maybe this does sound interesting i'm gonna check it out regardless of what i say hey by all means go for it again it's on netflix if you guys do want to check it out check it out if like i said if you guys are wanting to watch a 90 minute mindless bullshit fucking film this is for you if you're not into that steer clear of this fucking film the U.S. has two interceptors launch sites aimed at uh, at intercepting any nuclear warhead launches. The first, Fort Greeley in Alaska, is attacked by unknown assailants, presumably affiliated with the terrorist uh, faction. While 16 nuclear warheads are simultaneously seized from Russian territory, the second site is a remote platform in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, which we're, where we basically take place throughout the whole film in the beginning it's just these uh in in the uh in the cold in the snow obviously in russia while they're trying to take all that you know it, it looked pretty good like in the beginning man like i was like holy shit they like right off the bat they they're kicking in their fucking you know guns blazing or whatever and then it just i don't know what happened after that. But Captain J.J. Collins is a recently reassigned to the ladder of the two interceptor missile launch sites following the conclusion of a high-profile case where she reported, reported sexual misconduct by one of her superiors. She experienced hazing, bullying, and threats from her peers in the military as revenge, hence her new deployment to this remote station. This, this kind of tripped me out. Like, I get it. Look, I I haven't look. I have no idea how the army works. I mean, obviously, I know what they're about. As far as being in there, you know, all that stuff. Like, I'm surprised that so many people bashed on her for taking down this fucking guy that was uh, abusing his own power. He used his uh, his high authority to you know, grope this, this girl and all this woman or whatever and all this other stuff. And everybody hates on her for it. And it's, I was like, what the fuck? Like, don't you want to get rid of people like that outside of the military? Now that, you know, women are, are in the military nowadays. Like it just makes no sense how people, how so many people bashed on her because of that. Like I said, I have no idea how all that shit works out there. If you guys can let me know in the comments below, like, why the reason all this other stuff let me know but automatically i was like what really that she's getting like it's so bad that there was like people raided her house calling her a bitch a slut all this other like graffiti all over her house like i was like really that that far you guys are you you guys really went that far for because of that because she called this guy out i don't know it, it just seemed a little bit too much but I have no idea, so let's get let's continue here. Under the command of Lieutenant Col um, Colonel uh, Marshall and working alongside Baker and, and Shaw in the station's command center, Collins finds herself as part of the last line of defense after the hostile takes over of Fort Greeley. The station is infiltrated by a small group of operatives led by ex-military intelligence soldier Kessel who promptly killed Marshall and the, and the other uh, uh, occupants 
of the base, leaving only Colin Shaw and an unconscious Baker, who was gazed by a stray bullet as the survivors holed up in the command center. Let me start off right there. This automatically already gave it away itself so quick. I even knew right away what was happening. Um, so right off the bat, before we get started, she got reassigned back in there. And then she even told the, the lieutenant uh, marshal, like, is this the best you can do? Like, why am I back in the bottom when I should be in the higher ups? You know, I'm, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a badass, all this other shit. And then I guess it's because with everything that happened with that uh, other guy that when she called him out, once you call someone in the higher ups, the chances of you finding any other good job is just, it's not, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. It's just, <laughs> it's gonna go down. So, uh, so then she has to come back to its regular job and whatnot. Unfortunately, like it was like the last minute thing. So the people that are trying to hijack this shit, they didn't really realize that they were going to come in there, that she was going to be in there. And then, of course, as I mentioned, like, it was fucking obvious from the beginning that this fucking thing was an inside job. And that was um, Baker. Baker is this fucking redneck dude uh, that, like, he praises the old America where... Uh, white supremacy fucking reigns and everybody else is underneath. But he hates the fact that uh, so many people from out of countries are, you know, taking their jobs and all this other shit. Like, it, he is fully on that. So the fact that that bullet grazed him and he's unconscious, I was like, oh, this dude was a part of it. And I already fucking knew from the beginning. I was like, oh, okay. Because they can't get in. Somehow that, that people that are trying to infiltrate that station can't get in. They have to have an inside job. And that was Baker. I immediately, I fucking knew it. I don't care that I'm spoiling it right now. It's going to say later. But it's not even much of a spoiler. Honestly, if you guys were to watch it, you guys would know right away. That's what's fucking happening. This is what I'm talking about with this fucking films, man. Uh, all right. The infiltrators attempt to negotiate entry into the command center by which they can disarm the interceptor system and leave the continental U.S. open to nuclear attack from the 16 stolen warheads. They are rebuffed, however, and attempt to for forcibly enter instead, of, instead with blowtorches. An operative launches a surprise attack after entering via a floor hatch but is defeated and killed by Collins and Shaw. Baker regains consciousness and reveals himself to be an inside man for the infiltrators, <laughs> motivated by a big payday, supposedly, holding both Collins and Shaw at gunpoint while allowing Kessel and the remaining operatives to enter and assume control. She ends up fighting this big dude. I And this is what another thing, and I'm not against women, you know, uh... Uh, being able to duke it out with some with dudes, I I am not against that. There's certain movies that actually can can play that shit right. And this girl was this girl actually looked like she was in shape. Like she looked like good in shape and everything. But for her alone, because the other one of them is a fucking traitor and the other one has never been in combat, for her to do all of this alone is just. It's just not believable. 
And she's beating these fucking 250 pound dudes. And she looks like maybe a buck, buck 20 tops. It just doesn't seem believable at the moment. And I was just like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, and uh, she ends up beating, knocking this dude out uh, that had acid in his backpack. The acid was basically meant to destroy all the monitors so that there was no chance of them being able to, to fucking launch an interceptor to one of the missiles there. And, uh, uh, she ends up defeating them and whatnot, and the other guys are had no choice but to use the blowtorch and try to fucking break down those those doors and whatnot. And as that happens, we realize, or whoever the fuck did not see that coming, Baker is part of the part of the terrorist and explaining how he he uh, he loved the old America, not this new America. And I was like, dude, okay, whatever. And uh, it just. And then some of the acting is terrible in this one. A lot of it has to do with the, our fucking main actress. It just, some of her dialogue, some of the, like, the dialogue, the writing, and how how it comes out is just ridiculous, dude. It's so funny when, like, when they actually open the first fucking door, as soon as that door falls down... The tourist, the tourist group had, for some reason, they had to do this Avengers pose as like, bam, motherfucker, we just got in. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, you just got, you got another door to go. Chill out. But they do this pose, this evil pose. And I, I started laughing, dude. I started laughing. I was like, come on, man. Are you fucking kidding? Is this supposed to be a fucking joke or is, is this supposed to be part comedy? Or are we supposed to take this movie serious? Because I cannot take this fucking movie serious. I cannot. Kessel hijacks a live feed. and So they eventually get inside the fucking thing. They, they shut down the... the uh, they, they blowtorch the first one. They get into the second one because of Baker. So they fucking zip tie both of the other dudes. Uh, the, the main character and the other guy. And they live stream all this shit. All this shit, like there's the the fucking all 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 the live feed and everything is 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 broadcasted in all over New York, L.A., anywhere that's like fucking big ass cities. It's it's being live of what's happening here, and I just I, I at this point I was like, you know what, I'm good. Uh, like I I finished watching the movie mainly for this fucking podcast. But honestly, if I had not, if I didn't have this podcast, I probably would have already shut this movie down by now. Uh, Jesus Christ. Not only, we'll, we'll get to it right now. We'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Naming the 16 American cities to be destroyed and instructing the terrorist faction to launch the nukes immediately. Collins breaks free of her restraints and locks Kessel, Baker, and a henchman back out of the command center. While defeating and killing Kira, the lone enemy operative still in the room, and another henchman, Kessel attempts to force Collins to surrender, torturing her father, but she refuses and her father is apparently killed when the transmission is cut. Dude, let me tell you something here, man. There's They do a flashback of her... Uh, of her committing suicide because of all the stuff that's happening to her, like everybody hating on her and everything. So she takes so many pills 
and then she she goes to the her uh, the bath uh, to the shower to basically drown herself. And her dad basically comes in and picks her up and everything. Like all of a sudden, she wakes up. No. 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 She should be still knocked the fuck out. If anything, I'm pretty much dead. She took all them pills, man. Maybe it's a pill to put her to sleep, but she should not have waken up that fucking quick. And then, and then we get this cheesy fucking... I'm telling you, man, this whole fucking writing is cheesy as fuck. We get this writing about, uh, about, uh, the dad tells her, like, what have I always told you? She's like, never stop fighting. I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Who the fuck hasn't told them, told their kids that shit? You ain't the only, I mean, it just, it just seemed so cheesy. And of course, when the, when the terrorist, Shows her on the phone that they that they had kidnapped her father. He's like, she's like, let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. He's like, all right, let him talk. Let him talk to her. They ripped the fucking tape off the guy's mouth, and then his react, his answer, and the way he said it, just I was laughing. I was laughing. He's, he was like, never stop fighting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They cut the transmission and all you hear is a gunshot and then it cuts off. Dude. Jesus Christ, man. This is the kind of movie you're getting yourself into if you decide to watch it. (laughs) Uh, Alright. Kessel turns to plan B. Initiating the station's scuttling uh, protocol. Hoping to sink the station if he cannot take control of it. As the station begins to sink, Shaw volunteers to drop through the floor hatch to the ocean below and manually rearrange the station's hatches in order to slow down the station from sinking, such that the interceptors are still able to launch and destroy the warheads when they eventually pass through their airspace overhead. Shaw succeeds but he is killed by Baker. Here's another fucking thing that just blew my fucking mind, man. And eventually they caught on to it in the movie. But towards the end, the only thing that these people are able, the, the terrorists are able to fucking keep them between is the fucking door. But there's glass in that fucking thing. So they're able to see everything that's fucking going on there. You would think they would tape that fucking window down so they wouldn't see anything that's going on from the get-go. They would not have ever seen Shaw go down there. They would have never seen Shaw go down the fucking water and, and manually shut down that shit. Instead, our heroes, air quotes, don't they don't realize i don't know they don't get her or what but they see everything that's happening they see shaw go down they say like oh okay shaw's gonna go down there baker go out there and stop him and of course baker does stop him because shaw is not a combative person he's more of the uh, technology computers kind of guy he's never been in, in combat action not like our main character and so he's he shuts it down for a second then baker fucking Shoots him. 
and here's here's my thing. It does. It never showed whether he did. He redid everything that Shaw did, but it was pretty obvious that he only bought him like a few minutes, not even that much. Baker could have easily re-switched all of that shit and it would have sunk even faster. Instead, we don't get that at all. (sighs) Collins decides to make a risky gamble, hiding in the command center and letting Kessel, Baker, and the remaining henchmen take over and disable the seemingly empty center. Before I get started, guys, she eventually fucking realizes and tapes the fucking glass. <sighs> All right, and then and then she tells the 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 president what what she what she plans to do, which is let the man buy all this, and then she has this person that's like, well, we have fourteen percent chance that that might go wrong, so maybe you shouldn't do it, and all la la. So not only is she doing all this all this shit for them, not only did she, did did they realize, did they actually see, and not just them, but they also saw other. Uh, it was worldwide. How her father got killed or whatever. And yet they still go against her. It just. By the way, guys, I'm just going to go in there. Um, Chris Collinsworth is in this movie. They needed him because they needed to kind of make this movie. They needed to put his name so that this movie can uh, do good. And I'll get to it once the move. Uh, I'll finish with this plot shit because this is fucking ridiculous. <sighs> uh, with Baker going to check up on the station's roof to find an eliminator, Collins is able to stealth- stealthily dispatch the remaining henchmen with Kessel flees the room. Grabbing a laptop, Collins ascends to the roof and plugs the device in, hoping to manually launch the interceptor uh, missiles Using this method, she is found by Baker, however, and the two engage in hand-to-hand combat, which which there's no need. He had the drop on her. He could have easily shot her, and this would have been over. Instead, Baker just grabs her and starts kind of like sexually harassing her with his gun. And I'm like, okay, this... Jesus Christ. All right, you deserve to die after that. With... (laughs) With Collins emerging victorious after using a razor wire to decapitate Baker. Kessel, who had called in a Russian submarine to pick up the team operatives earlier, finds Collins just as she successfully launches the interceptor missiles with fraction of a second left before the nukes should have crossed the point of interception. His plan failed. He engages in combat with Collins, who manages to defeat and subdue him, mind you, with one arm. Just as the Russian submarine ascends from the sea, a pair of Russians emerge from the submarine tower, but rather than shooting Collins, they fire at Kessel instead, and the Russian captain salutes Collins before departing. (laughs) Collins later recovers from her ordeal in the hospital, and she is personally given a promotion by the U.S. president for her efforts. Hmm. 
She also receives a visit of her father, whoa, who had been rescued by friends who had witnessed his plight on the live broadcast, and he comforts her over grief, over her grief for Shaw's death. And then the movie's over. Oh my god. Um There's this scene, guys, and I think Wikipedia ignored it for a re and, and for a good reason. She's shot on her left arm. And when she decapitates uh Baker, she falls into the ocean. And then she falls because she has a bulletproof vest, so she's sinking a little bit more, and she starts thinking about her father or whatever. So she gets rid of the bulletproof vest or whatever, and she starts walking up these stairs, this ladder. And this ladder goes from, you know, up to, like, top. Meaning it's like you have to do, like, monkey bars kind of thing. She does that shit in, with one-handed... And then there's, and then there's, she's like, there's like this, I don't know, five, six feet of a gap. She starts swinging one handed. She's like, well, and you're probably wondering, well, how does she manage to do it? No, she just kind of like, she could just kind of flew her way into the bar after bar one handed. Yep. 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 This. Five feet, maybe six feet tops. And I'm pretty sure people will be like, oh, it's doable, this and that. Sure, sure. She does, she starts swinging and swinging, and then, of course, slow-mo, she's like, whoo. Bro, there's no way in hell that one arm would able to hold that fucking, that much, her body weight, especially with that motion and the swing. Anyway, she manages to get there. Baker has the drop on her. She could have, he could have easily just shot her in the fucking head. Instead, he grabs her and starts like harassing her with his gun and all that. And of course, she gets the drop on him and kills Baker. And then she fucking defeats this dude who is so Kessel, who is like highly fucking decorated, one of the best of the best, and gets fucking handled. By her with one hand. As I mentioned, guys, no disrespect to females, man. I'm sure there's females out there that are badass. But in real life, this could, this just, it just, it just, if you would have watched this scene, it just doesn't even seem like real. It doesn't even seem doable on that. Anyways. That's the fucking movie, man. I don't even want to go further. Let's get to my rating, guys. It's it's a fuck, man. It's between a between two and three out of ten. And I'll give it I'll give it a two. I'll give it a two, guys. It's it's terrible, guys. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Um Netflix, come on, man. Come on. You guys got to do better than this. This is terrible. And if it wasn't for you guys having maybe like a good other movies and bringing back some old school movies that I love and love Death and Robots, you guys would have sunk by now. 
it would have been done with you guys, but I'm hoping you guys will redeem yourselves soon, bring better movies soon, uh, because this is not doable, man. This guy, this, this movie's fucking terrible, dude. I was already, I had already checked out. As soon as I knew what I was getting myself into, as far as the writing went, some of the fucking, <laughs> the dialogue, obviously, the, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, everything about this movie was just terrible, guys. I do not recommend this whatsoever. As I mentioned, if you guys do like mindless action film, you want you just want to turn off your brain, you don't care, you just want some action or whatever, check out check it out. Check out Interceptor. Check it out. But if you do care for that, steer clear of this fucking bullshit of a movie, man. This movie is terrible, guys. It's terrible. Uh, I think that's it. I, I, I did it because I want to, I want to uh warn people about bad movies, so that you don't have to waste your time on it. I do it so that you guys don't have to do it. And the reason I do it is because I love to watch movies regardless. So why not why not have me go out and look for watch these movies cuz I'm going to do it anyway simply because I just love movies and I have a podcast for movies. Why not why not let me check them out and then let you guys know whether it's worth it or not. And I'm here to tell you, whoever has Netflix, whoever's listening to this and have Netflix, Interceptor is not, it's not worth the watch. It's just not. So, uh, definitely in my uh, top 10 worst movies of all time as of right now. So, whoever was at number 10 has just, <laughs> congratulations to you. You have made it to the 11th. Because this one took the fucking sp- took a spot in this in the in that list there. So, uh, <laughs> that is it, guys. I am done with this fucking episode. Uh, this fucking movie. This episode. Uh, as as I mentioned, guys, uh, check out the uh, Instagram page. Spoiler underscore reels. Make sure you check out my page there, and uh, and you guys can let me know if there's certain movies you want me to watch. Uh, because maybe. You you know, you want me to watch it and maybe I'll let you guys know whether it's worth it or not. You know, you know, vice versa. Who, who knows? You let me know. All right, guys, that is it. Uh, catch you guys on the next episode.